This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast that takes a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morse, and this week we recap a fourth straight state of Maine championship for the Bates men's indoor track and field team with junior thrower James Guiney. He tells us why winning the state title for the Bobcats is not just a goal, it's an expectation. Plus, a women's basketball first year had a breakout performance, and we talked to team captains from men's swimming and women's track and field. That's coming up on the Bates Bobcast. On Saturday, the men's indoor track and field team hosted and took first place out of eight schools at the main state meet, capturing the state championship for the fourth straight season. There were a lot of standout performances, including senior captain thrower Liam Byrne winning the Peter Goodrich Memorial Most Valuable Field Athlete Award. But it was the depth in the throws that really racked up the points for Bates. And junior James Guiney unleashed back-to-back new personal record throws in the shot put with a top distance of 14.21 meters. And he is our male Bobcat of the Week. Well, James, first time for you on the Bobcast. Welcome. And um, I just wanted to know, you're from a long line of Bobcats. For those who don't know, take us through your family's history with Bates. Yeah, so my mom originally went here in the 80s. I think she graduated in 1980. Uh, And then my brother graduated high school in 2011. Came here, played football for four years. Uh, My other brother, directly after him, graduated high school in 2015, came here. So there was about uh, eight straight years of growing up where I was just watching Bates football every Saturday in the fall. And so for you, a different route to track and field and throwing. Take us through how you got involved with the sport, maybe in high school or earlier. Yeah, so I actually tried football my freshman year in high school. Didn't really love it that much. Um, I was going to stick with it until the winter season came along, and I did track. I did it again in the spring, and I just I love throwing, so I decided that you know I was going to throw instead. Um, you know, there were different seasons, but I decided to play golf in high school uh, instead of football. It's a little easier, a little more fun for me, frankly. It's free golf, can't complain. Golf, okay, so how far can you drive it? Uh, not really that far. Uh, I think the best round I ever shot in high school, we played nine, was like a 38, uh-huh. which isn't you know too bad, but nothing special really because I had my mix of 50s and 60s there, but we won't talk about that. So you got into throwing, and obviously, you know, luckily for you, Bates is known for the throws program, so it was a no-brainer really? Well, I, you know, honestly, I wasn't much of a you know, fantastic recruit out of high school. I think I had maybe one throw that was like 44 feet. Other than that, you know, I was like 42, 41, 40, uh, which isn't spectacular. But, you know, I loved Coach Fresh. I loved the school. Um, you know, unfortunately, Fresh, uh, Coach Fresh did leave. But, you know, the legacy is still there. The great coaching. Coach Colleen has done, you know, an exceptional job. And then, you know, there's also the teammates that I have along the way. They're, you know, extensions of that, that great legacy. So we're hoping to continue that into the future, you know. Yeah, and this year you've got a number of good throwers on the team. I was at the main state meet. I saw you have your big breakthrough there and the shot put. Take us through the breakthrough for you. Um, for those who don't know, maybe even explain what was so special about those moments. Yeah, so, um, you know, my freshman year is kind of a wash because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But I started my sophomore year out pretty good, uh, like a mid-13-meter throw, which is like 44 feet. Followed it up again with like an inch or two PR, you know, the next meet. And this is in January of 2022. Uh, and then I don't PR until last weekend. So I, I think that's like 55, 54 weeks without a PR. So that was pretty tough. You know, it's something I've done in practice, something I expected to do literally a year ago that I just did now. Um, so I wasn't so more, so much as excited about it, or it really wasn't that impressive of a throw, but it felt like a weight was just lifted off of my shoulders, finally reaching that like 14-meter mark that I've been looking for for so long. Terrific. And it was on back-to-back throws were PR than another PR, right? 
Yeah, I think it was like a 30 centimeter PR got me to, uh, or 40 centimeters got me like 13.95, which, ah. you know, like why couldn't it be 14 right. meters there? Um, yeah, I had big chest bumps with Liam Byrne, Jacob Goff, and Jacob Goff smashed my nose a little bit, so I think he was getting a little nervous there. Um, but I was luckily able to on my sixth and final throw, you know, finally hit that 14 meter mark, which just felt amazing. And you had your, pretty much, it seemed like your whole family there watching too. Is this one of the first times they've maybe gotten to watch you in a track meet? Or? Yeah, so that was actually the first time I've had like my full immediate yeah. family there. Um, I'm the youngest of five and two parents, so there was, you know, six of my immediate family members there, and then two of my cousins made the trip up too. Great. And so what was it like having them there? Like that? Uh, I felt like having like my own little fan section, you know, for better or worse. They were cheering some of my warm-up throws, which I wasn't a fan of. Um, you know, they got in my head a little bit, I'll say, but, uh, you know, I, I powered through it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, the team as a whole, obviously, the men defended the state championship. Fourth straight year, you guys have won it. And so what does that mean to you to see uh, everyone do so well, really, right? Well, I think the main state championship for us has become less of a goal and more of an expectation. Fair enough. Uh, you know, uh, we do well every year, you know, the two years that I've been there and the one outdoor season so far. So it, it's become it's become important to us, but it's great to just see the entire team just perform well, get their get their points, and, you know, get a lot of PRs, New England qualifiers. And the 4x800 blackout relay to end it, you got to watch that and cheer on, you know, your, your teammates and stuff. What's it like to have that event to conclude it? Oh, I mean, by that, that, by that point of the meet, you know, we're six or seven hours in, I, my voice is already gone. Um, but it's the first time I've been able to see it. Last year we were at Colby, and, you know, right. they have a their brand-new fancy facility, but they couldn't get the lights off. <laughs> I don't know what's that say about Colby versus Bates. You know, we, we know how to turn our lights off. Right. That's all I can say at the least. You mentioned, you know, golf and burn. What's, what's this group like of throwers this year? Well, you know, it's fantastic that we all push each other to do great. Um, at the same time, we all want to beat each other, which doesn't always happen. You know, someone's got to be the best. Someone has to win every weekend. But, you know, that, that's a fantastic thing about it is you get beat one weekend and you take the next week to work as hard as you can to maybe beat them. And in the end, you know, Liam Byrne will probably beat me in every single event we do together for my entire time here. But it's pushed me to be a lot better. Yeah, certainly. And so, I mean, you have shot put and weight throw here in indoor. And then outdoor, you've got three possibilities. What, what, what's your favorite, perhaps? Um, so, I, I've hated Hammer. you hated uh, Hammer. hated okay. Hammer the first two years. I got brutal PRs. No one go look them up, please. Uh, I'm starting to like that a bit more. Yeah. Shot put's pretty hit or miss, but I, I love discus. It's mm. fun. You know, uh, feels easy. It goes far for me. Um, that, that's what's really fun about it is a far throw in the discus or Hammer is a lot of fun because it actually goes far. A far shot put throw, it's like you see it land in half a second. It's not really that enjoyable. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. And then Danny Kalina, you touched on him. Uh, obviously, uh, his second year, I believe, as throws coach. And yes, so what's, what's it like to have a you know a dedicated throws coach like him? Oh, I mean, it's fantastic. You know, the guy spends probably, I don't even want to know how many hours a week coaching us. You know, we have our morning one-on-one sessions at least twice a week for the most part. And then we have, um, you know, sometimes two-hour group practices with like an hour and a half lift after. So, it's been really nice to have someone be this dedicated and, you know, want to see us be this successful. Great. And then, um, you know, moving forward, kind of, uh, have you qualified for New England's and stuff, or how is that going to go? Yeah, so I qualified um, in the weight, I think, on my first throw at the first meet. Um, in shot, I just qualified for it this uh, past meet. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had qualified it for the indoor season before and then, you know, kind of choked outdoors, but we won't talk about that. Um, so it's nice to kind of have – to finally have um, – you know, both qualifications for once. So what are some goals you have maybe at New England's in terms of maybe your, the next step for you? You know, I'm, I'm not really sure what I want out of New England's placing-wise. Um, shot put, I'm, I'm happy with really anything I can get out there that's somewhat decent. But in the weight throw, you know, me and Coach Kalina were talking. Um, 
you know, my, my goal is to be at least over 17 meters and as, as close to 18 meters as I can be, which would be a significant jump, but that puts me in a, you know, like going to nationals territory. Mm. And it might not happen this year, but um, I'm pretty confident that it would happen next year. So that, that's really my long-term goal is to be able to go to nationals next indoor season. You're only a junior, so you've still got another uh, full season here coming up. Yeah, I still have some time. You know, yeah. uh, discus, I think, is my primary event typically, so mm. I'm hoping to do something good out in the outdoor season. Terrific. Were you um, one of the people who was unable to go to NESCACs last year, or did you go? Yeah, I was actually um, unable to go to NESCACs, oh, okay. and then also we have our, our BU Valentine meet coming up yeah. this uh, weekend. I wasn't able to go to that one last year because of COVID, too. Oh, okay. So, yeah, kind of had you two meets. Twice. NESCACs, obviously, is a great potential to have a great showing, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, it's actually funny. Uh, Liam Burns going to be a senior. He's never had a, yeah. a NESCAC championship appearance, which is you know, funny to think about. Um, but, yeah, I'm really looking forward, and I, I think same with Jacob Goff. You know, he hasn't had a NESCAC performance either. So the three of us are really looking forward to finally reclaiming our spot as the top throwers in the NESCAC. All right. Well, any other thoughts you wanted to share, perhaps on the past meet or anything we haven't got to talk about yet? I'm just really pumped to see what happens in the future with the team, how we do at New England's, who gets to go to nationals, and I'm just looking forward to sending off our seniors, you know, on the right foot. Sounds good. Thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Yeah, it's great to be here, Aaron. On the women's side, the Bobcats hosted and took second place out of eight schools at the main state meet with a number of standout performances. Senior captain Joe Richardson won the mile run, sophomore Julia White won the 5K, and junior Alma Mackick took first place in the weight throw. Meanwhile, senior captain Alice Cockrum turned in a personal record time in the 60 meters, racing to the finish in 8.25 seconds in the prelims, eventually taking third in the finals. Cockrum also helped the 4x200 relay place third, and she took fourth place in the 200 meters. And Alice Cockrum is our female Bobcat of the week. Happy to have Alice Cockrum with us here on the Bobcast, talking some women's track and field. And Alice, first of all, you're a senior captain this year. So what's the experience been like so far being one of the leaders of this team? Well, it's been really smooth, I think. Um, as a senior, I like experienced the COVID shutdown my freshman year. And then um, sophomore year was really strange. And even last year was different with COVID and um, this is the first normal year I've had since my freshman winter so uh, yeah it's been really fun and smooth and uh, I've enjoyed it a lot yeah. And you're a sprinter for the Bobcats so take us through how you first got involved in sprinting you know growing up. I first started in high school I actually um, I'm from Maine so I but we didn't have a track and so we ran on the dirt Um, and then I also didn't have indoor track I skied so Coming to Bates is my first time running indoor track. But yeah, I ran track for four years, outdoor track for four years in high school. And I loved it and I wanted to do it here. So I walked on as a freshman and yeah. Yeah, I know you were one of three of our Mainers who was featured in the Sun Journal uh, before the season. And so what was it like kind of, you know, growing up in Maine and did you think, oh, I'd be going to Bates someday or is that not on your radar until later perhaps? Um, it was, well, Bates was the first school I toured my yeah. freshman year of high school, okay. and it was um, my top choice all four years. So I actually definitely saw myself here, and I was excited when I got in and was able to um, run here as well. And what's it like, you know, having, you know, fellow Mainers, you know, like Jill Richardson and, and a few other folks as well, you know, on this team with you? Um, it's awesome. I love Jill. And Corinne, yep. I, she grew up, like, in the town next to me, so... We ski raced against each other, and um, I had known her, but now, like, being teammates, it's really cool to have other people um, 
kind of from the same area that I am. Now, this past weekend, you had a PR in the 60 meters. You keep uh, chipping away kind of at that time, right? So what's that like, you know, working on that event in particular? Because you mentioned no indoor in high school. So 60 meters probably new when you got to college, right? Yeah, 60 meters, it's a new race for me. It's not my favorite race um, just because you get it's so fast and it's really hard to improve in it and PR because um, it's just so short and it's like by tenths of a second but yeah it, it feels good I run the fastest at home so the times I have PR'd have been here which is really exciting but yeah I, yeah I like the 60 I'm excited for outdoor but yeah <laughs> sure. Well, and for the seniors, this was your last home indoor meet, right? Mm -hmm. So what was that kind of like to have that senior class? You know, you haven't had too many of these, I suppose, but it was your last one, right? Yeah, I think this is like my third right. maybe ever and my last. So it's kind of weird. It's a little bit sentimental and bittersweet, but um, I don't know. It was. It's fun being here. And we. I mean, we don't get a lot of track meets, so even just having – one here is really nice, but we've had two this this right. season, which is really cool. So, yeah. And you mentioned outdoors. Is that your preferred season, sort of, it sounds like? I like outdoor because I am more familiar with the events. Mm. But I like, the one thing I like about indoor is that it's warm. Yes. It, outdoor is very cold. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, you were part of the 4x200 relay, right? Mm -hmm. I know people, people often talk about how relays are really the kind of their favorite events. Is that the case for you also? Yeah, the 4x2 is my favorite event, mm -hmm. and I, it's, yeah, it's so fun. I do the 4x1 in outdoor, but it's not the same. The 4x2 feels like you're actually racing people, and um, I got to run it with my friend Megan Lacey, who's a jumper who doesn't run, and that was really fun to be able to hand off to her. Oh, so she normally doesn't participate in relays, and then she well, she participates in the four by one sometimes okay. in outdoor, um, okay. but she's never run a two hundred, and so it was her first time this meet as a senior, so that was fun. We're giving her any tips beforehand or anything? <laughs> no, well, no, no, she was good. <laughs> and then, um, you know, yeah, I mean, you mentioned she being a jumper. What's it like, you know, watching, you know, after you're done with your events, watching your teammates compete also? I mean, that's another reason why I like indoor so much is because everyone's so close mm. and there's always something going on. So like as soon as I finish a race, like my friends are probably doing something else. And so, um, yeah, it's just constantly getting to support my friends and they support me. And yeah, it's awesome. It's a good environment. Anything stand out there at the main state meet in terms of your what your teammates were able to do? Yeah, my friend Abby, who's also a senior captain, she did really well and she PR'd in the long jump I'm pretty sure um and the shot put yeah. too yeah she's awesome but yeah so she stood out um there's a sophomore on the team Julia Brophy who mm -hmm. also ran really well in the 400 I think we had a few good milers too Jill obviously yeah. ran really well well as a sprinter you don't compete in cross country in the fall no. do you go to some of those events though also yeah we yeah. were able to go to the Bowdoin meet and which was, I think, the regional national qualifier. So we got to go and support them there, and then we also got to support them um, at Pineland once. So I think we, as a women's team, saw them race twice. Do you ever imagine yourself ever doing cross-country running? No, no, <laughs> I couldn't, no. But I know you did Nordic skiing in high school, which some people would say is like the winter version of cross-country. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, it is, and I 
don't think I could have done that here. Yeah. <laughs> High school was enough. Yeah, for sure. And then, um, well, as a senior, what are you studying? Like, I know everyone's working on a thesis now and stuff like that. How's that been going for you? Good. Um, I'm a double major, so my thesis is, has been a year long, mm. uh, which has been nice in a way, but also kind of tough, um, just balancing, like, academics and sports and then trying to figure out what I'm going to do after college but it's been good yeah it's been a good senior year what's your double major uh anthropology and religious studies okay so what's your thesis focusing on my thesis is on COVID-19 okay. and the apocalypse wow yeah. <laughs> okay I need more details about what this <laughs> what that means <laughs> it's um it's about uh how Christian religious identity kind of informs um like your opinion on the pandemic and specifically the covid yeah covid pandemic interesting okay and some people saw it as a sign of the apocalypse is that mm-hmm. basically what it yeah is? okay yeah excellent and who's advising you on that um cynthia baker okay and jen hughes gotcha mm-hmm. what do you kind of learn from them sort of um i've had multiple classes with them i really mm-hmm. like them as professors um they I mean, they're so smart, and they know so much, and so I feel like I kind of take all the feedback that I can, and um, they're making me a better writer and a better student, so it's, I, yeah, I've liked working under them. Awesome. So what are some goals you have maybe going forward, you know, in your senior year? I don't know if you're looking at times or just internal team goals kind of going forward, you know, indoor and then into outdoor also. Yeah, well, I really want to qualify for D3s. Mm-hmm. Um, the D3 meet is in during February break, mm-hmm. and I'm currently... Uh, a tenth of a second away from qualifying oh, wow, okay. and so every race is that's that's my goal is to shave that tenth of a second what, off. 60? The 200. The 200 is what you're looking mm-hmm. to qualify in. Yeah. Okay. The 60 I think I'm also a tenth of a second but oh. that's a little bit harder in the in a 60 meter race. Sure so 200 is the one you're really focused on. Yeah. Okay gotcha. So when do you compete next? I know they have the Valentine Invitational this weekend, then there's the Bowden one after that. Yeah, I'm going. I'm racing in the Valentine okay. um, meet this Friday in the 200. Mm-hmm. And then I think at Bowden I'll race in the 60 and the 200 again just for one more shot. Because BU, that's a good track to run on, right? Yeah, it's a banked track. Yeah. It's really fast. Gotcha. So this could be the big weekend for you to qualify for D3. It could, it yeah. could be. I hope so. <laughs> have you been before? Um, I go for relays. Okay. I've gone for relays. Yeah. Um, but I've never qualified individually, and so that's, yeah, that's, I really want to qualify. Gotcha. Tenth of a second away. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye out. Alice, thank you so much for joining us on the Bobcast. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. The men's swimming and diving team finished second at the CBB meet Saturday, outscoring Bowden and coming up just short against Colby. Senior captain Nathan Barry won the 100-yard backstroke and the 50-yard freestyle, and he joins the Bobcast to tell us how the meet came down to the final relay and what the near future holds for the Bobcats. CBB, come on. You know it's going to be electric uh, between Bates, Bowden, and Colby. It is every year. And, you know, at the end of the day, we didn't come out with the win, but that's not really the most important thing from that meet. We swam so fast. We had three guys go lifetime best in their events because, you know, they were, they were tapering uh, for CBB to end their season there. At the end of the meet, actually, uh, when we were on the bus, coach said, hey, everyone everyone on the bus here, raise your hand if you went the best time. And like 15 people raised their hands. So we swam so fast, um, just down to the wire. I mean, at that, that last relay, the 200 free relay, Colby swam the fifth fastest 200 free relay in the entire country 
for the whole year. Yeah. And that's what it took to touch us out. Um, so, you know, there's so many little things that if they were a little bit different, we would come out on top. So that's not really what we're worried about. Like, you know, our diver, Connor, is abroad right now. If we had him at that meet, that's eight points. Like, we would have won. Like, right. we, we lost the first relay by, like, four hundredths of a second. Like, there's so many things that could – so, you know, it's a little disappointing to not come out with a win. But really, like, it's, it's a great indicator for how fast we are right now that, that we did so well at that meet. Yeah, well, let's talk about relays because obviously for the men's team, that's the big goal because last year you guys were so close to getting relay to nationals. Where you stand right now with NESCACs on the horizon sort of, right? Yeah, yeah. Our, I mean, our relays are looking real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always hard to tell yeah. if something's going to make nationals because it depends on how fast everyone else is swimming, right. obviously. <laughs> so uh, our 200 free relay especially is looking really fast. We, uh, I don't think we quite broke the record at CBB, but we got like really close. Mm-hmm two weeks out from a full taper and, and shave and good suits and everything. Um, we got, you know, Max Corey, absolute dog in the 50 free. He's been great. Um, yeah. Nate Summers has joined the relay this year. He dropped like a 20.7. Um, so I, I think we're looking real good for that one. We got some nice freshmen coming up too. you know, Max Corey, obviously, and yeah. uh, Maric Samaritovic mm-hmm. is our breaststroker for the two medley this year. Um, I, I mean, I think they're going to be really good. We got a good shot at going second or third or fourth in, in some of these relays at NESCACs. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that'll be good enough to get to nationals, hopefully. I think we're, we're thinking about time trialing maybe the, the two medley. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we'll see what happens. Everything's so unexpected, but uh, I think we're going to be looking good. So when I talked to the women for their CBB meet, they suited up in, like, their fast suits. Did you guys do that or no? Yeah, we um, so we used uh, old suits, most of us. Uh, the, obviously, the three people uh, who were tapering, Mark Southern, Tom White, and Bobby Amundsen, uh, they all put on their really fast suits. You know, they shaved down. They did everything possible, and it paid off for them. They went real fast. Um, the rest of us, uh, we put on, yeah, tech suits, but they were old, so they weren't, like, our newest ones, freshest. We saved those for NESCACs. Gotcha. Okay, great. And then, so what's the process now between now and NESCACs? Because the women compete this weekend, mm-hmm. and, but you guys have the weekend off, right? Uh, well, we have the weekend off from a meet, um, yeah. so we'll, we'll be coming into practice uh, on those days that the women are gone. Sure. Um, just led by captains and led by uh, <laughs> Jaywoo Kim and Cooper Burkoff. Shout out those two. Uh, they had to end their season early unfortunately due to to medical reasons so they they have been just immensely supportive from on deck they're going to be there they're going to be leading the practices hyping us up and everything so so they're going to be right there um so we're at at this point it's just you know down and dirty uh focus on what's ahead of us don't get distracted by anything else drink lots of water get lots of sleep do all the warm down do all the things right in practice prepare get your mindset ready and at the end of the day, it's going to go well. And you just have to believe that. You just have to believe everything's going to turn out well. If anything goes wrong in practice, don't fret about it. It's in two weeks. Yeah. It's, it's happening. And NESCACs are a great opportunity for um, a, you know, a lot of the team to really contribute, right? Because it goes pretty deep in terms of who can score. Yes, yes, for sure. And we have a, a really deep team this year as well. I mean, uh, you know, those three guys, Mark, Bobby, and Tom, were all would be on the verge of scoring at NESCAC. So it's not like we're bringing 24 guys who are, you know, 10 of them are going to score. Like, we want everyone to score, and we think everyone has a really good shot to. And that's where I think we can, you know, do some damage to these other teams that are 
Now they have a few elite people, but you know, what what does the rest of their team look like? We've got 24 really solid guys coming to this meet, and you know, not only are they really fast, but they're really supportive. They've got great team atmosphere. They are excellent ambassadors for the sport. They're really respectful people to be around on campus. Intelligent. Our men's team GPA was 3.63 this past semester. Like, like, you know, it's we're not just good swimmers. We're not just fast in the pool. It's like good people, and I'm really proud to be a part of the team, and, and I'm proud of, of everything that everyone has done this year. Awesome. Well, we talked about the relays and where those kind of stand. What about your individual events? Where are you at with those in terms of the goals you have, you know, moving forward here? Yeah, I mean, I'll probably be doing about the same events uh, that I have been, 50 free, 100 back, 100 free. Coach is maybe half joking about putting me in the 50 fly. I'm not sure about whether <laughs> that's, that's going to happen or not. 55. Have um, you ever even swam the fly? Uh, not in a meet, really. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think it's pretty much going to be, you know, 50, 100, 100. Yeah. Um, I, I do have some, some goals for that. Obviously, I'd like to make it back to nationals individually. Um, as part of relay would be even better. Yeah. Um, I also have, you know, individual time goals, but I, I like to not um, tell those to anybody, not even, you know, not even coaches, not even yeah. any of my friends, my roommates. I think when, when the roster people asked me at the beginning of the year, what are your goals? I was like, get faster. Right. <laughs> you know, so like I have times in my head, but I like the external pressure, right, of like I don't want anyone else to know what I'm trying to do. Yeah. So if I don't make it, it's 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 not like you know crushing for everyone and disappointment and everything. Well, it's funny because you're already a school record holder in so many of these events, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> yeah, so. always always want to get faster. Yeah. Never want to just oh junior year was great. Right. Okay. <laughs> you know, like I want senior like I want to go out with a bang and then and, uh, you know make it count, make it a good year. Great. Well, any other thoughts you want to share on the CBB meet or uh, the season so far? We haven't got to talk about perhaps. Yeah, I mean just. I don't know if I'm ever going to be on the Bobcast again, so I want to take this this time um, to really say thank you to, to you, Aaron, for for having me on this, you know, over the years, and and to everybody on the team and to Bates, and this has just been uh, overwhelmingly positive experience, and I'm very proud of where we are, where we're going, and I'm spending this last year not focusing so much on the personal glory of trying to you know get super fast times. I'm focusing on trying to give back to the next generation. How can I make Bates better in 10 years when I'm not here? Um, I hope I've done a good job of that, and I hope you guys will continue to uh, push the legacy forward and keep Bates Women Dive great. Well, if the relay gets to nationals, we're going to get the relay on this Bobcast, so hopefully oh, you're yeah. part of that. So. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think this is the last one, but Nathan, thanks so much for joining us on the Bobcast. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. The women's basketball team fell at Bowdoin on Friday, but bounced back to defeat Colby in NASCAG action Saturday by a score of 68-55. to Then on Monday, Bates won its second straight game, defeating Southern Maine 68-56. First year, Ava James had a breakout performance against the Huskies, scoring a career-high 13 points on 5-6 of six shooting. Well, Ava, first time on the Bobcast, just give us an idea um, from Maryland, right? So yes. growing up, what first got you into you know playing sports kind of in general, perhaps, and maybe basketball specifically also? Yeah, I mean, my dad signed me up for sports really young. I played soccer and basketball basically my whole life. Yeah, it's basically all it was. My dad signed me up, and I just went along with it. Fell in love with them. Yeah, sure. What about the what about basketball? Maybe in particular, you do you enjoy the most? Yeah. Uh, well, my great uncle kind of introduced me to basketball. He started playing with me when I was really young, and yeah, I just went from there. 
it's really fun. And then when you're kind of looking for colleges, what got Bates on your radar, sort of? Uh, I mean, a lot of people from my high school and area go to NESCAC schools for sports, and I know a bunch of them, and they've all had great experiences. So it's always just been on my radar, NESCAC schools, and yeah, pieces fell into place. How'd you connect with Allison? Uh, just emails, reaching out, like sending film and stuff, and then I came to camp my junior year, and yeah, that's where we met. And so senior year, um, when you're in high school, Bates is making this run into the NCAA tournament. How closely are you following it? No, yeah, it was really cool. I mean, my parents would always have the games on the TV and watch together, and it was a lot of fun. I ended up getting to go to their NCAA game against Roger Williams where me and Roy hit that shot, so that was a really cool experience. Yeah, I bet. I mean, had you been to some Bates games in person before, or was that your first one in person? That was my first one in person, okay, so, so that was really cool to see. <laughs> Quite the intro, <laughs> it's like right? good choice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so this year, obviously, um, you know, we're talking on Tuesday. Yesterday against Southern Maine, you got some of your most extended minutes, 13 points, a career high. What are you even working on to try to, you know, earn those minutes to get in the rotation? Yeah, I mean, I feel like my role has been just to work as hard as I can at practice, help everyone the team get better and my shot's been falling recently and people were finding me yesterday and they were falling yesterday so yeah and for you I mean how do you would you, how would you describe your game what, what you kind of bring to the table sort of I think mostly what I bring is speed I try and like run a lot in transition I think defensively I'm just there more defensively I'd say but I think my speed and defense is what really is my strengths. Speed and defense, yeah. gotcha. So you're working on your shot, it seems like, also? Yeah, definitely whenever I can, I try and work on my shot. And um, your teammate, who's a sophomore, um, Alexandra Long, A. Rose, it seems like her shot's starting to fall a little bit, right? How yeah, for seen, sure. Because she was a first-year last year who got more minutes later on the year. How have you seen kind of – do you see yourself mirroring her a little bit in terms of that development? Yeah, definitely. She's a great role model person to look up to, and her shots have definitely been falling recently, and so – Give me more confidence to shoot also, I guess. And then you have some big games this weekend, right? Yeah, Trinity definitely. Friday and uh, Wesleyan on Saturday. Um, you know, Trinity's obviously nationally ranked. What are your thoughts on these games coming up? I mean, I think we have what it takes. We're a great team and just need to bring it and definitely beat them. Yeah, what are some, been some points of emphasis maybe in practice these last couple of weeks have you noticed? I think recently we've been working a lot on our shooting and our – just going over plays and our zone plays, stuff like that, just so we're prepared for teams, whatever they throw at us, we know what to do. Certainly. I wanted to go back to your first Bates game that you attended, the one you know against Roger Williams NCAA tournament. I mean, what were you kind of – you've seen them on the television before, um, watching on the web feed, obviously, but what was the experience kind of like to see them in person and thinking, oh, I'm going to be playing there next year? No, yeah, it was definitely surreal just being there, seeing, like – all of them in person. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just really cool to think about how I'm going to be there next year with them on the court. And, yeah, it was really cool. How much of a chance did you get to talk to, like, the current student-athletes when you were in high school, kind of, I mean, in terms of, like, preparing or even over the summer before you came here? I talked to them a little bit, but I really met all of them at camp mm. the summer before school started. And, yeah, it's really where I got to know everyone. So what's it been like kind of you know, joining this team that you know has a number of people coming back from that, from last year, but also a, a pretty good first-year class, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think it's been really cool. Uh, the seniors are great. They're great role models. It's been really fun to play with Meg, especially. Yeah, it's a great team environment to be around, and 
I love it. Yeah, I saw, I mean, to see her become the all-time leading scorer, I could tell on the clip that the bench knew when it happened, right? Yeah. So what was everyone talking about kind of there? Yeah. Well, I was kind of like counting her points, yeah. and I knew Mike was like keeping track of them too. So he was like, she tied it, and we were like, oh, my God, this is crazy. She's... And so I don't even think she knew that her next basket was going to break the record, but we all knew it, so the bench got really loud for her on that one. Yeah, certainly. And then um, just, I guess any other thoughts you wanted to share kind of on your, your rookie season as a Bobcat we have you going to talk about perhaps? Uh, it's just been a great experience so far, and you know we're going to pull out these wins this weekend and going to do great in the tournament. Absolutely. Well, of course, last year, as fate showed, you can get in the tournament and anything can happen. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, Ava. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Bobcast. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. On Friday, Steph Baxter became the 35th player in Bates men's basketball history to reach the 1,000-point plateau during a game where he scored a team-high 19 points in a close loss to Bowdoin. The Bates men's basketball team fell to Colby the following day and will look to bounce back this Friday and Saturday when they visit Trinity and Wesleyan, respectively. Elsewhere, junior Bo Underhill took 12th in the slalom to pace the Alpine skiing team at the St. Michael's Carnival, while the Nordic team had the week off. Both ski teams are back in action this week at the Harvard Carnival. Find the complete schedule and all the latest Bates Athletics news at GoBatesBobcats.com. And we'll catch you next time on the Bates Bobcast. Bates, Bates.